Fuck, fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. No, we're not starting the episode like that. Well, Asher's not here with us. <laughs> Casey, <laughs> that is a terrible way to start a podcast. Well, I just, I couldn't cuss on the last one. You still did. Well, I know, but I tried not to. <laughs> we are just all by ourselves today. <laughs> oh my God. It's like you were, I can look on your face and you were saving that up. I told you was. I've been saving it up since last episode. <laughs> I don't think I've sworn one time since last episode. Wait, off the mic or? Yeah, oh yeah, wait, no, 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 yeah, off <laughs> the mic. What are you I talking meant. about? On the mic, I meant. <laughs> All right, that's obviously ridiculous. No one is ever going to believe that. So uh, anyway, but that will also set up any listeners who had any thoughts about coming on here and what kind of podcast we were. Because, you know. What kind of podcast are we? <laughs> we're the kind of podcast where we meet people and we talk about, you know, oh, hey, yeah, nice to meet you. And, and then somehow it gets, what do you do on the road? Oh, we're podcast. And then some, at some point they talk about their church involvement or whatever else. And then uh, they're like, oh, we're going to listen to your podcast. And we're like, oh, oh please no. don't. No, no, no. You'll never. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the, this will be the last time it's, we ever. It's the worst advertising see ever. Here, so I just figured I'd get it out of the way, and it's very obvious that this isn't a podcast for some people. <laughs> I did notice this last week how many times we met people, and uh, what do you do? And da da da, and we tell them podcasting somewhere in there, and then they're like, "Oh." I'll listen. Wait, I got really sidetracked. Sorry. <laughs> I did too, because that road noise sounded way closer than it has As the entire, entire time, time we've been, been here. here. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about where we are in a second, okay. but me too. That was like, is that car like coming up the road? road? I know. <laughs> it totally stopped my thought. Um, I can yeah, see but your I, whole face just went. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was really, uh, I, I feel really weird when people, you say you have a podcast and then. Don't listen, though. And it's almost like, don't put your hand in the cookie jar. (laughs) They're going to go. They're going to go freaking listen to it. (laughs) Right. Because we actually had a a, kind of like a meeting like that. Not a a meet. I meant we met some people this week at a restaurant. Had all these mutual friends, um, you know, from McCall. And it was... Yeah, and the, just it was amazing. I was gonna say we were just sitting at the bar with your brother in Walla Walla and having an amazing meal and just an absolutely amazing yeah. time at this awesome restaurant. And uh, these people sitting next to us, we they, you know we just kind of start you know t- chatting back and forth, and then we find out they're from McCall and and they. It, you know, and if you're listening right now, we're so glad you are. No, we just we don't just... want you to be confused as to what type of people we are. Because, you know, it usually comes up at some point when you're asking, you know, like, who do you know? Oh, yeah, we know them too. And where do you know that? And then it's like, it doesn't take long to kind of get around to, yeah, because I was a pastor at Donley yeah, yeah, Bible yeah. Church. And then people are like, oh, we're going to listen to your podcast because they think you, it's going to be gonna one be thing. It's not safe. Yeah. So we just wanted to get it like right out there. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're not liking the direction of this episode very much, no. are you? <laughs> I, I now I now understand why the drunk ex pastors named it what they did because it's like a oh I don't think I'm ready to listen to that and yes and you, you just weed everybody out but ours is like we have a, n- a nice titles on both both so times. maybe we should just name this getting fucking lost with you no that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't do it either can we move on <laughs> all right well you know i just i thought i was doing something good by starting off with a bunch no. of f-bombs no because even i didn't enjoy that <laughs> oh God. all right well <clears throat> I'm not going to edit it out because, you know, I we know, don't do that. you have all the control, and <laughs> this is where I just throw my hands up and go, whatever. Right. Uh, so where are we? I actually don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was working on uh, list, uh, finishing some of my courses while we were driving yeah, and um, not entirely sure where we landed. I know we're on the coast north of Astoria. In yes. Washington, we're, yeah, but we are not at Olympics uh, National Park yet, so we're somewhere in between. Other than that, yeah. I don't know. We are just south of Olympic National Park, and you know we were we were staying in. You know we came over from Walla Walla to escape the heat. We talked about that last time, um, and uh, we you know stayed a, a night with some friends of ours, Mark and Christy. And then we didn't talk about being in Walla Walla though. And that's actually interesting because it got so bloody hot in Walla Walla, like 110. Oh, it really did. (laughs) And we got to see my brother and we got to see some friends, um, Danielle and her family. And, um, but while we were there, it was, it was so hot. Like, I yeah. think I just felt sick the whole time. Like crazy hot. Yeah. And um, like seriously, like one t- I think it got to 116 one day. Which those are fucking Phoenix temps. I mean, that's like that's what we got that's what we came up to the PNW to get away from was those kinds of stupid yeah. hot temps. Yeah. And then uh, we actually kind of got a little scary moment with our uh lithium batteries. Yeah, they way <laughs> overheated and then Yeah, so know, I was like, "Oh uh, yeah, well, and luckily I caught them before they exploded, you know." Jeez, yeah, cuz they're under my bed, <laughs> my side of the bed. Um believe me, if they exploded, we'd both be gone. It wouldn't just be you. <laughs> <laughs> we'd go out together. <laughs> okay. Anyway, right. gosh, this is such a morbid episode already. Um <laughs> But we realized we we just have to get away from this heat. We yeah. got as cl- as we got to the west coast as quick as we could, um, you know, because it just yeah. Even Vancouver was like what twenty degrees cooler yeah. than Walla Walla. Yeah. Um, and got to see uh, Mark and Christy there, and um, and it was just unreal how different we felt we we're quite exposed to the heat with the way that we live because um you know if you punched really hard you might go punch through the wall like oh this i is- certainly would <laughs> <laughs> i think you turned green there for a <laughs> i would like it if that happened so yeah so it was so we ended up over here um somewhere where i don't know where we're at um and it's been so much cooler oh my gosh well what i was going to say is that we you know it was already cooler in vancouver washington which was awesome um 
and then you know we we left there and started heading towards um, you know Olympic National Park. But we, I wasn't intending to go all the way in one day. We just thought let's just go a couple hours, find a spot to stop, and then we'll you know continue on after that, right? The next day or whatever. And we've ended up we've been here for two days now, and we're thinking about staying another night um, because it's just kind of a cool, peaceful little dead end road that we found and it doesn't have any signs on it no parking or keep out or private property like nothing so yeah. no fences no nothing else we're like well, well i mean i guess we're fine here <laughs> <You know? laughs> so but it, we are off the road a bit but you do hear vehicles go by you know in the distance a little bit but man that that one sounded like it was right there I was maybe like, Is somebody coming up the road <laughs> maybe it was but... just extra loud or something i don't know anyway so what we have all of our windows open, the breeze is blowing through. It's currently uh, 66 degrees right now, which is at like 115 in the afternoon. Oh my God. And again, when we left Walla Walla at 115 mm-hmm. and now we're at 66, that's a huge difference. It's, it's huge. been absolutely I mean, amazing. like I feel, I feel like a normal human being again. So. Yeah. It's wild how the heat affects you like well it's it's a combination it's not just the heat it was you have to run the generator right now with what Uh we're set up to run the ac so you've got both of those things super loud both of them well especially the ac and um and and that constant noise is just just, like it grates mind numbing and as soon as it goes off it's hot again like it's just there's it's not re you know keeping the cool in so um yeah it just it's just been a lot. I feel like we've kind of regained some energy being here in this spot. So Yeah. And, you know, and, and we are really not set up for extreme temperatures either way. No. So the high heat really affected our batteries and yeah, was actually just borderline dangerous even, you know, so good thing I caught it, yeah. but we were like, we got to get out of the heat and we have to stay out of the heat, you know, which Goldilocks over here doesn't really... <laughs> you know have a problem with that no because i want you it. are just like our just camper. right <laughs> <laughs> and then uh extreme cold to do the same thing and you know it would it, it wouldn't we wouldn't be under threat from our batteries blowing up but they would stop working if it got too cold so we can't be in you know really hot temps and we can't be in freezing temps we gotta we gotta yeah. like this is a goldilocks life baby and <laughs> it's just it's my cup it's of tea. a lot to manage um <laughs> I am. I am a lot to manage. <laughs> Goldilocks. Oh my! Like, it's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's too cold. <laughs> if they can see your face. I um. do like it just right. Yeah. So, okay. What are we drinking before we get too far into this episode? So this is yeah. kind of fun today. We're trying yeah. something a little uh, new flavor at least. I know you keep asking me the questions and I don't have answers because you made the drink. So I, know, I don't know but what it's it kind is. Kind of a you know. I'm a, a little nervous about this where... one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought I'd try something a little different here. Um, oh, by the way, you're hearing lots of like creaking and that kind of stuff. And it's our, it, the wind is, is blowing, not a lot, but just a little bit. And it's kind of blowing our awning around a little bit, but it's just it's super just kind nice of like out. little lapping yeah, against it. Yeah. So we had, I think we talked about before on an episode that we'd found this new basin distilling company um, in, and it was just north of Bend. And I'm trying to remember now. Redmond? The name of, no, um, it wasn't even. Oh, Madras. That's what it was. Madras, Oregon. Um, 
And so they make these uh, flavored or infused like vinegars, vinegars um, to, you know, put into drinks. And so I thought, well, let's try a different one that we haven't tried before. So this is the lemongrass mint in a gin and tonic. So okay. cheers. Let's give cheers. it a, I don't think that sounds too off, right? Oh, that's actually, that's actually really good. That's actually really good. I wasn't sure if I'd like that. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's tasty. Mm. So, <laughs> mm. I did good. You so. did do good. I was nervous <laughs> about this one. I think I put just a little too much in mine. Mine's just a little on the sweet side for what I like. I don't know about you. Huh. No, mine was pretty good. I don't know. No, see yeah. how it goes down. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we're, <laughs> I, we were talking about like, what are we going to drink on this episode? And I'm like, what can you make with gin? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, we have our liquor cabinet sitting right here above my <laughs> head, <laughs> but, uh, it doesn't have a lot of room in it. And so we don't carry a, a large variety anymore. So we're, we're a little more limited on the types of drinks that we can have. So, you know. From episode to episode, it's just going to be gin and tonic with a splash of this, gin no. and tonic with a splash of that. No, and- <laughs> I'm actually, I would, I would like to get this stuff uh, maybe for next podcast. I would love a whiskey sour. Oh yeah, that okay. Just, uh, yeah, that just sounds okay. Fun. All right, I got to keep that. I got to make a little note on the iPad here, although I can't do it left-handed. So maybe we'll we'll remember to do it later. Yeah, nobody can see. I, I'm I'm restricted in my right-handed movements because of the microphone boom. That's all I'm I, I'm I'm saying that without describing it to the audience. So they're just like, uh, uh. okay. <laughs> uh, going back to temperatures and stuff, though. Um, I mean, you know, this is one of those things where we keep hearing like everywhere that we everywhere that we are in a in a new and different place or whatever where the temperatures kind of go nuts like that's too hot it's too you know whatever else you know locals start talking about like yeah but this isn't normal this is kind of un you know this is this is not what it's normally like or or that kind of thing and i'm like I just feel like we hear that a lot nowadays it reminds me of another conversation about gas prices and everybody's like they you know, what's going on? This is inflation and all this stuff. And I'm like, you guys do know that this happens every year, right well, around June, when yeah. everybody's going to start road tripping, the prices hike up. There is no doubt gas prices have been crazy high from what they have been, though. Yeah, but, this, um, but they do it every year. The just normal a fluctuation bit more. curve, yes, but they, okay, I'm not talking about that, though. No, I know, I'm just saying, it's, we, we, <laughs> It's just because it just comes, it feels like it comes out of nowhere, like the heat. It feels like it comes out of nowhere. But Okay, but if you we... are entirely missing my point. <laughs> <laughs> so let me just put the brakes on right there. Uh, I thought I could be a little more subtle about this, but I'm just going to have to come out and say it. I'm talking about climate change. That's what I'm talking oh, I, about. <laughs> I, I figured you were, but I was talking about mindset. You were talking about gas prices no. and mindset. Mindset about how we... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe we should talk a little bit ahead of these episodes well, so that you don't just come right out the and contradict my... The only note my... there is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this segment is called Bullshit. 
I know, but so, this could be segue into a topic. You don't know what I'm trying to do. Climate change was not a topic on our I know, thing. but I just thought about it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So how in the world was I supposed to know that you were going into a topic? Because we are moving from bullshit to topic. We're in sync. We're supposed to be. Like, you're supposed to read my mind, you know? Like, like I read yours. So unless I... I don't want to know what you're talking about and then I, or thinking, and then I pretend like I can't read your mind. But most of the time, I can read your mind. So I expect you to do the same thing for me. Can you read this? <laughs> oh, again, we don't have a camera set up yet, so nobody knows what you just did. I'm sure they can guess, though. Uh, <laughs> no, but for real, it doesn't it seem like we hear about, like, like we're hearing on a more consistent basis about how this temperature isn't normal around here. This isn't... Yep. This is a record high for this time of year, or this is a record high, period. Or, my God, the fire season has started already, you know? And, and but it, it goes... does this every year. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> okay, when you just said that, it made me so... think of Asher. <laughs> he started picking up on your... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> going, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which In the I don't know seat. if that's a curse anymore. It used to be like the worst curse, and now I don't know anymore. Whatever. So, um, <laughs> you really don't think that there is a, like a nice are, you a, are you a <laughs> are you a climate change denier? Is that what you're coming forward as right now? No, I just like to put things in Explain perspective. Explain yourself. <laughs> you're on the hot seat right now. Explain yeah. yourself. I I think it's more about the shift that our seasons have shifted and they are more extreme everywhere. There's no doubt that this, this heat wave that came through is um, unbelievable. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm also, even though I can whine and complain about the heat, I've lived in a lot hotter. So it does feel abnormal up here, but. You haven't lived in a, in a lot higher than we experienced last week. Yes, I have. Not a lot. A few degrees. No, no, honey. <laughs> okay, what's a lot higher to you? Uh, regularly, we were around 119, 120. I even had the, I remember getting up to 126 that one summer. Like, it was stupid yeah, hot. 120 was like extreme, even for Phoenix. So, like, hottest part of the summer, you know, 115 to 118, something like that was, I mean, kind of average there, but that's fucking Phoenix. I mean, we were talking about, we were in Walla Walla, you know, that. Well, one thing I did notice is that everybody's AC units and their businesses were breaking. Well, they couldn't handle it. And I don't ever remember that being a regular, consistent thing in Phoenix. Yeah, you know why? Because they have big ass air conditioners. Y yeah, because it was more norm there. So they, like, Walla Walla isn't prepared for something that's temperatures that are way outside of the norm because they don't normally get that hot of temperatures. So their AC units don't have to handle that kind of thing. I, I'm trying to make a point that it this isn't just a conversation anymore about, you know, is climate change happening or whatever else. I feel like, like, and I feel it more as we're out on the road and we're like yeah. going between these places, like I am experiencing it firsthand. That's what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not actually disagreeing with you. I'm, I just think that sometimes we do 
we tend to remember um, or remember the comfortable aspects of our year and the, you know, the parts that we look forward to, we get out of winter, especially in, so then when it comes, it's just, it is a shock to the system more than it is like, I mean, it could be regular temps and it will still, you'll still hear the same conversation that it's, oh my gosh, it's never this hot. And I mean, I mean, to to some degree you're going to hear that, but I do think I, what I feel like I've observed over the last probably five years has been a shift in the seasons. So it, it seems like, and I, when I used to work for the running store, I was keeping track of all the winter temps because they earned more points if they ran in colder weather. So I was watching this trend happen where the colder temps weren't hitting at the same point every year. And they were shifting closer and closer to February um, rather than in January. But then summer felt like it moved further and further into September um, rather than feeling like fall was coming in September. So it just felt like there was this whole shift of the of the seasons by almost a month. And that that was very noticeable to me. Um, and it seemed like winter just seemed inconsistent. Like you couldn't count on these certain months being, you know, these are the snow months, these are the cold months. Like I remember when we lived in Idaho. Um And then this is when it gets hot and you can almost, you're like, your body was almost predicting it. Um, I don't feel like that's happened in years. Um, It feels very inconsistent. So, I I mean, I'm kind of curious because, I mean, you and I obviously have not talked about this. No, Uh, it's obvious. (laughs) (laughs) Which we did good, babe. We didn't have a conversation. We saved ourselves for the podcast. (laughs) Didn't know it needed to be talked about, honestly. It just kind of—I mean, honest—as I was, as we were just talking about how miserable it was last week, it kind of started. It yeah, just, yeah. It like, you know, got me going on on a certain thought. Um, but uh, you know, I have a point in making that statement that you know about you know climate change and and you know the the effects of it and you know there's there's tons of data out there supporting it mm-hmm. and you know that again you you don't well i think you can interpret some data but it's it's hard to argue with like like looking at temperature increases and yeah. you know and things like that right so anyway yeah, there like, were a lot of records broken um here in the pnw yeah. for this last heat wave for sure and i and i so i'm coming in and i'm like i'm you know i'm I'm kind of just wanting to make a statement about that. I wasn't even thinking we were really going to have much of a conversation about it, (laughs) but then you kind of, you know, came back with, you know, more of a mindset kind of difference in it than, than what I'm saying. And I'm just curious. Does it have to be an either or can it be both? I I mean, yeah, it could be both, but you, you weren't like, like, denying what i was saying that it was i mean it sounded like you were kind of denying what i was saying though that you didn't think that that temperatures have been all that different they've just been in a different place is all is that not what you're saying my misunderstanding I, you know what honestly i've been so stuck in my studies or recently i am not paying attention to watching what the temps actually are right yeah. now in comparison to last year or whatever but i do feel like every july we would hit this point where um, we were running our AC pretty hard. It, you know, those 
those window AC yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were running them pretty hard, and we were just kind of managing keeping the house cool. And if it, it has felt like that's always in July, and then right around end of July and early August, we start to hear about fires. Like it, they just piggyback each other. So I feel like we're on the same time frame for that. Whether things are more extreme, um, I don't know because I haven't actually looked at the temps. So, um, but it does seem like we had, we were like cold temps, um, rain, all of that yeah. so far into June. And then, then when it stopped, it was like, holy cow, it's hot out. It was like a either or. It, it wasn't some gradual thing where we warmed up to it. Yeah. It just felt that part feels really extreme to me. Um, but I can't actually talk to the data because I don't know the data, but I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying this. This kind of does happen this time every year. Now, are those temperatures hotter and it's happening? Probably. I just don't know. So, <clears throat> funny enough, this actually leads into kind of another, you know, thing. We didn't talk about this topic. Oh, I mean, either, God. Well, no, I mean, because it's, it's very <laughs> much in line with all this, but it's um, that, you know, maybe our perceptions are all just complete and total utter bullshit. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe like, you know, are you making that face because you're like, duh, or are you making that face like, what the hell are you saying? I don't know which no, way you're saying No, it's kind of like, that's what I'm studying right now is perceived reality. So, <laughs> yes, um, this is I know like, you are. And that's why, you know, I, so, you know, cause I'm thinking about, you know, climate change deniers. I'm thinking about conspiracists now, all of a sudden, I mean, you know, we talked about maybe talking about this a little bit, but, you know, ended up like neither one of us really felt comfortable talking about it. But even the whole Alex Jones trial that's going on right now where he was denying that Sandy Hook Elementary yeah. massacre happened, you know, and he's being sued by the families of the kids who were dead because of what happened there. Um, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, how do people do this? I mean, how do people just like, like, just choose to believe one mm. thing over another, you know? Are you really asking this question? No. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm not, and I'm not saying that sarcastically. No, no, no. Because there actually no, no. is an answer for that. <laughs> you're starting to sound more like a guy <laughs> oh let me give you the answer let me mansplain it to you then <laughs> oh my god i might have like just a conversation about this about my feelings and you just want to solve it <laughs> but there is a part where it's like <laughs> <laughs> don't bang your head against the mic. It's too loud. I don't uh, have a wall. There, you, you, no, you just got to be careful. You might put your head through it. <laughs> um, there's no insulation. Uh, no, but seriously, it's like, I mean, because we see like extremes of this all over the place. But you and I kind of had our own little moment here where we're like, we're not sure which side we're falling on in, in this, you know, thing um like and well, what all i mean on that is like yeah. the same side or a different side or something like that i think there's a lot to what we choose to clue into and i can't i can't speak to the same thing that you're speaking to when i don't know the data so i don't i haven't actually been following the temps other than you telling you know we're driving and i can see it on the dashboard um so it, it's a it's a bit of a i don't want to say unfair conversation but it kind of is because i'm i'm just kind of shooting from i'm actually shooting from more feeling than on weather 
than you are. You actually know more. You're paying attention to the temperatures and you're. But here's the thing. I, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm then, really, I think. Then what, why like, are either of us talking about no, climate no, no. change? I, because I think this, because I, I think there's a bigger thing here yeah, that yeah, we're yeah. kind of sliding into. And that's a, you know, because as we're sitting here talking about it, I'm like, yeah, I should probably know the data more before I start. So why am I holding this? Well, because there's lots of, you know, scientists out there and stuff that are saying it. And I'm like, and I tend to believe those guys. But if I'm going to have a conversation about it, should I should probably know, know a little bit more than well, so-and-so said. I mean, which is fine. I mean, I, I'm totally fine looking at the plethora of, you know, of climate scientists out there and them all saying, we are headed in the wrong direction well, here unless we make some massive that. changes. Yeah. I'm totally fine going, I trust you. I believe you. You guys are the experts in this, all that kind of stuff. I don't have a problem with that. I'm just saying I don't really have anything to add to the conversation. I'm, I don't have anything to add to it even if I did know some stuff because they're fucking scientists. They study this thing. But, you know, I don't have any I don't have any right grounds to kind of, you know, talk about it or try to convince anybody of anything different if I'm not looking at the base level kinds of yeah. data that's on it too. And I'm just kind of like, well, I think I heard that this was a thing. So, like I said, I think it, it's kind of sliding into a different kind of thing well, too. It, but. it reminds me of that conversation you had with a guy at one of the um, Harvest hosts that we were at. And it was about, uh, yeah. it was around yeah. um, everybody's quitting working. Nobody wants to work. Yeah. And his perception of why nobody wanted to work wasn't based on anything other than, well, everybody's saying that. Well, that's what I asked him. I said, so, I mean, what's your basis for believing that nobody wants to work? I mean, I, I, I'm hearing that a lot in lots of different places. What's your basis for it? And mm -hmm. He's like, well, I don't know. I guess I just keep hearing it. And I, you know, I keep seeing the help wanted signs everywhere, you know? And I was like, yeah, I, I guess, you know, I, I mean, I'm seeing those help wanted signs too. But I don't know anyone who's out of work currently. Um who isn't actively looking for work. Like, mm -hmm. and that's only just a couple of people. And it yeah. happened to be at the time, Sydney, you know, um, another friend of ours. Um, and really that was it. It was just like two people that were mm -hmm. out of work. And, and I don't consider us out of work. We're self-employed. So we're, I mean, we're working, we're just working for ourselves. We're not employed by another employer. Um, but yeah, seriously, like those two people. And I was like, so where, I mean, where are this, this mass amount of people just sitting at home living off of government checks? Cause that was kind mm -hmm. of his thing is the stimulus money got everybody sitting at home. And I'm like, man, I sure as shit know that my stimulus money went to some bills and some groceries and really nothing else. And it was, and it didn't last very long. Yeah. <laughs> I don't no, know how we still had to these sell guys, our Jeep to get through COVID. These guys are fucking brilliant if they have taken government stimulus money and stretched it out over a year and a half. You know? <laughs> oh, no. It's been two and a half years now. <laughs> well, no, not since the stimulus money. It hasn't, no. But anyway, still. Um, yeah, it's a very long time. Yeah. Just, we don't want to go to work. We're living on our leftover stimulus money. I'm like, are you really that fucking stupid? You really think, you know anybody can live like that you know, yeah. you know anyway whatever <clears throat> well um, i was just thinking too um you know i was talking about the winter temps um that i used to track but i had to track the summer temps too for the groups because if it hit 110 we canceled the run um, i thought it was over 100 was it no, no, whatever. No, no. I don't care. 110, don't we care. canceled, and we had provisions for lower temps. Okay, and because um, we would start out really early in the morning, and sure. um, but 
Uh, and then we also had certain um, air quality conditions that we would cancel a run for. For smoky seasons. And yeah. And, you know, when I look at that in terms of what I, not that I have the data in front of me, but tracking that, that was always July and August was the smoke because everybody yeah. was getting into those long miles right before a September or October marathon race. And so their really long runs were always hitting in smoke season and they were have to, having to go to treadmill. So the timing wise, I still feel like we're... It, it probably is more extreme, but I don't know by how much. And that's why yeah. I'm saying it felt it, it feels like the seasons are more abrupt. Um, you know, there's not this sliding into the next season. But um, but that's all just my personal perception. Um, but I think that that's actually a really valid conversation, though, is um, how we perceive reality and what we perceive as truth. I mean, you said you even said. Hey, you know, if all of these scientists in global warming um, or um, climate change climate yeah. change um, are coming up with the same data, then I would tend to, you know, go ahead and trust them. But there's other people that say all of these pastors or all of these politicians are all saying the same thing, so I can go ahead and trust them. So, yeah. I have a lot less trust for that crowd. But <laughs> you do, but somebody else doesn't. No, I know. That's, I'm agreeing so, with you. So it's I, all perceived yeah. reality, perceived truth. I was talking with my mom yesterday about truth <clears throat> and, um, and that, you know, we were raised to believe that truth was just absolute. It, is, it either is or it isn't. Kind of like right. fact or fiction, right? Um, but truth isn't actually that. Truth is actually relative. It's relative to all the information that's come into your brain and your experience, how you, your brain has filtered it based on all of that criteria that sits there and filters through everything. And then you come out with a perceived reality, which yeah. is how you view the world, which is how you then, you know, take in new information and then evaluate whether or not you think it's fact or fiction um, or whether it's truth and whether you want to live by it. So, um, it is a complicated, it's a complicated world we live in because we have so many more sources of information that we pull from and we still pull from our personal experiences. Yeah. And so then we form um, a reality. It's, it is really hard to weed through that stuff. Um, there's some things that just seem like they're supposed to be black and white and normal. Like, you know, you don't do this or you, or you don't believe that or you know, whatever, but, sure. but we don't. And we find that when other people don't just take those things as, you know, common sense, that they're crazy. I mean, some right. of them are crazy. Well, I there's, think some, I, think, <laughs> but, I think, I think what's become evident is that is crazy. There's crazy across the spectrum. Right. Absolutely. Um, there's, on all sides of every issue you can, I mean, as, as soon as you start getting extremes and then even as I say that, I'm like, but, but what's extreme, you know, who's, who's saying what's extreme and what's not. And is it, is it the, is it me that makes that judgment call? Is it me, you know, is it, or is right. it just the, the collective of society that if enough of us believe one way, then anybody that doesn't believe the same way that collective society does, they're the extreme, you know? And I'm like, yeah, but there are obviously some extremes, you know, people that mm -hmm. do strange, chaotic, harmful, weird, you know, they believe strange, chaotic, harmful, weird things, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, in all of this, there's still this thing of like, yeah, but who <clears throat> says? <laughs> yeah, because some of those crazy people invented electricity. 
Yeah. Some of those crazy people did amazing things that have get us right here, being able to use the technology that we are using to record our yeah. random thoughts. Can I just say as a disclaimer really quick, we are not, you know, uh, promoting the fringe right now. <laughs> no, I, I'm, what, what I would say to all of that, though, is that if we lived with more, um, more acceptance that our experiences, our, um, our history forms what we call reality, if we had that grace with each other that all of us are doing that same thing, mm-hmm. then we m- might not have to be so dogmatic that it's either this or it's either that. And, and there's, there are some of those things out there, but but that's what I think makes conversation with people beautiful is that what I once thought looked like this, the world looked like this, I meet somebody and they show me that it actually looks like this from a different side, mm. from a different view. And I think we can have that experience across a lot of different things, our politics, the way we do our culture, which is really complex in America. It's mm. so vast and and yet it's so bottled up at the same time. Like it's, yeah. And, um, and we do it in our family structures. We do it in our faith practices. And yet whatever our experience is, that's it. That's, you know, right. um, I think, you know, we have this term in American society, especially since COVID, um, probably before then, but uh, this is when I first started hearing it. Um, don't be a Karen. <laughs> right. And, and it's this, and you know it when you see it on TikTok, you're like, that's a Karen. That's a Karen. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. um, or you're in a store or whatever and you see it, you experience it. You, you know what I'm saying or you know right. what it is by what right. I'm saying. So, but that Karen is produced by saying that my experience with life, my worldview is the only way it can happen. Right. There is no other ways. There's no adjustment. It's like forged in stone. Right. And we're frustrated with that when we actually encounter someone who is so dogmatic about their personal experience being the only way it can be. Um, so if we could live with more, um, I don't know, um, fluidity in each other's ex- life experiences and we don't have to call out, you know, all the bullshit all the time. Mm. Although I call it out all the time. I, when we drive, <laughs> like, I'm like, why do people drive like this? I do not get why people in Spokane, this guy just starts backing up at a stop at a red light. He just starts backing up. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? And he was in the middle lane. In the middle lane. He's just backing up. And I'm like, he decided he wanted to turn left. I have told people over and over again, how many times I have seen people in Spokane just decide they didn't like the lane they were in or their turn was back there behind them. So they just start backing up and nobody believes me. And, uh, yeah, it just, it's it stuff like that where I go, what worldview do you have where this is okay? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't my road story. By that the way. wasn't your road story. <laughs> it is a good place to take a break though. So just uh, take a quick break here in the middle of everything and talk about uh, something exciting that you're working on. 
right yeah. now. So what what are you what are you working on? I mean, I know what you're working on, but yeah. I'm asking you for the audience. Yeah. What are you working on, Jess? <laughs> <laughs> um, this is actually uh, started working on this project probably a year and a half ago, yeah. and um, really putting the final pieces together um, to it now. And um, go- I'm going to be launching it here September 1st. Um, actually. Already got it launched. Our group starts September 1st. Got it. Yes, um, yes. It is called um, the Unleashed Mastermind. And um, it is for women. Um, or w- Women in what category? I mean, like, like what, what kind of women? <laughs> I'm trying to ask you things. I don't know uh, why that didn't. <laughs> the woman kind of woman? The w- <laughs> Jesus. Okay, I'm sorry. It just struck me odd. Um, I tried to tee you up a softball here. <laughs> um, actually, you know, this is for uh, it, the whole purpose of this mastermind is to bring women together um, for seven months. And every month we go through a different pillar um, that is going to lead us at the end of the seven months to a personal liberation. So um, we're going to untangle a lot of those stories that we have about ourselves, about um, life that uh, that have been, you know, a bit programmed into us um, by how we've lived up to this point. Yeah. And we're going to untangle those and um, identify what um, our core values are. We're going to identify um, what our belief systems are. And that's not just about faith. That's, um, you know, what we believe about you know, transportation or what, what we, literally anything, anything, literally anything. Yeah, yeah. That these, that these belief systems that we live by, um, form how we navigate life. And sometimes we come to these places where we're just really frustrated. We feel a bit stuck we're like, okay, I've been doing this my whole life and now I don't really know who I am or where I should go or what I should do. And I forgot how to dream about anything. I forgot what I even like anymore. Yeah. And, um, it's usually because we've gotten so stuck into, programmings or a a belief system in how we live that when we don't engage that and challenge it um grow it evolve it um then we often come to these stuck places right so the mastermind is designed um to take a group of women together through that journey um and and dream big yeah um make what once felt impossible um very very possible yeah um and also bring you personal liberation to live the kind of life that you want to be living rather than the one you feel like you're supposed to be living. Mm. So, um, so who, which woman is this for? I, I could essentially say it's for all women, but I think those who feel very stuck in a small box around how they're supposed to see the world, how they're supposed to see themselves. Maybe you feel oppressed in some way, um, by the culture or held back, held pushed back. down. Yeah. Chained. all the the words right yeah so that um that at the end of this and hopefully even before the end of this that you're going to um feel um a great sense of liberation and hope and um feeling like you can take on whatever dream you you come up with um i am finishing my um, nlp neuro-linguistic programming um certification here shortly I'm in the middle of testing right now. So um, this is all going to be integrated in there. So we're not looking at 
seven years of new habits and setting, yeah. you know, goals for the next, you know, five years kind of thing. We're looking, looking at, at really attacking these things. Yeah, yeah. we're going to really have some strong breakthroughs um, all the way through every month of this program. Um, so you can go to my website, jessicatravis.com. That's J-E-S-S-I-C-A-H. The H is important. T-R-A-V-I-S.com. <laughs> backslash unleashed mastermind and that will get you to the page with all the information i do have some special perks um pricing um and little extra um add-ons that will go away um on the 16th of august so this is um you know the price will go up after that so if this is something that interests you you can reach out to me um through dm or um email or you know any of those avenues that you see um DM my website. You through instagram instagram um facebook instagram handle is uh at jessica travis um so you'll find with out an h with an h <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah i'd be happy to even jump on a quick call and you know talk through whether or not this is the right program for you um i'm looking for keeping this somewhat small i'm looking for 15 women to go through this journey together and, um, and spend the next seven months um, in a beautiful sisterhood around, you know, personal liberation. So, yeah, I'd awesome. love to have you there if that sounds like it's up your alley. I think it sounds awesome. So, uh, yeah, Karen's, <laughs> I think that's where we left off. No, you know, I, in just thinking about all of this and it's like, there is a part of it where, you know, I'm not going to speak for you. Um, I, I'm learning to try not to do that. I'm learning to try not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, the that's the know, best I can do right now. <laughs> one of the beautiful things that I am learning about language is that we use far more words than we need to. Yeah. So just just drop that word. Kay. I am learning to. Yes, to to not speak for you. Okay, there you so, go. And, just and drop the try. Got it. Got it. I just wanted to be honest. Um, so, but for me, I am I am very quick to look down on people for ridiculous beliefs. Like I'm very quick to that. I'm very quick to judge, very quick to, you know, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. And, you know, I think some of the, I mean, some of that, it, you know, there's a lot of people that would listen and say, yeah, of course, because there's some stupid fucking people out there and there's some really stupid fucking ideas out there, you know, that are just, they're ridiculous and they're, did I, say, did I say ridiculous or <laughs> did I say rid ridiculous? You said ridiculous. I meant ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, you know, there's a part of it where there, you know, I, I'm sure I'd have plenty of company that would say, of course, yeah, yeah, listen, you're fine. You know, that sort of thing. But there is this whole other thing too. It's like, you know, just what you were talking about. All of our beliefs come from somewhere. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's this, there's this part of that, you know, where I, I recognize being a, and I, use this word but i'm going to use it just because it's the, it's the laziest word i can use right now <laughs> that that i have been a victim of belief systems you know for a lot of my life you know and it's just those 
belief systems that are just handed to you. You don't have a lot of engagement with them. They're just handed to you. You don't know how to think any different way. It's just the way things are, you know, and it's the black and white kind of stuff like you were talking about. It's just, the, it's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. There isn't another way. This is just the way it is. Right. And I had to, uh, work really hard to, to come to a place where I could even challenge some of those belief systems, you know, and some of those belief systems, I challenge them and they, they hold up fairly well. So I, I keep them. And then other belief systems, I challenge them and they just crumble to ash. And I'm like, okay, that one obviously isn't worth keeping, but you know, and it wasn't just me choosing to work real hard. There were some, some absolute kicks in the gut that forced me to reconsider some belief systems too. Mm -hmm. Right. I had yeah. that experience too, where I was like, it was like, no, 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 no. It's time for you to look deeper at this. And you can either stick your head in the sand and ignore everything, or you can, or you can just face that, you know, you're being challenged on this belief right now and, you know, and go with it and actually go through the process and see where it leads you kind of thing. Right. And there's a lot of people that just have never been given those opportunities, you know, um, and, and I say that somewhat kind of loosely because I think we have to look for opportunities too, but how do you even know to look for an opportunity, you know? And so when you're talking about having grace, you know, I, I'm like, my God, I, I don't have any grace. I have a lot of reaction <laughs> to people that have, yeah, you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll put myself in that camp too. I mean, you see me in stores. I'm like, I, <laughs> you're like. Walmart. Um, <laughs> you're like, maybe you need to NLP yourself to like Walmart. Cause there's this process where you can take a like and move it to a dislike and it's right. just a matter of minutes and you that's like, right. That's it's right. It's pretty. And you're like, no, no I, I don't, don't want, want to. to like. <laughs> I don't wow. want to. I, I, I like this hang up I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, but there's a, there is a part of it where it's like, you know, okay, well, even the things that I believe today, at what point in the future, you know, if I were to live forever, like if I, if, if existence just went on forever, would it be 10 years? Would it be 50 years? Would it be a million years before I look back on my current beliefs? And I'm like, oh, you are so wrong. You know? Oh, we do that all the time though. I know, but this is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, okay. So if you, you know, if you learn to hold lightly, the, the thing that, uh, that I find myself getting honestly most frustrated with and most irritated with, um, and this is very spiral dynamics here, mm -hmm. is people who I used to believe like them. Yeah. Th that's who I get so frustrated with. And so, man, if I'm, if I'm just honest about that, then I'm like, well, shit, you know, that's less about them and their beliefs and it's more about my own issues with myself <laughs> then yeah. too, right? Um, well, the difference really comes to self-awareness. And some of us learn the hard way that we have to become self-aware. And that's even something that is a word. Um, you and I grew up self-aware was not a word we understood, practiced, or even contemplated. Yeah. Um, but being self-aware is that uh, how am I, how is what I'm doing affecting my life? Is it good? Is it is it bad? Is it bringing me good? Is it, does this, if I keep doing this thing over and over again, does it actually produce what I'm hoping it produces? Yeah. Um, but I don't, I think some of us come from cultures or um, just family structures where 
that isn't something that is um, taught or encouraged. You and I came from cultures that behavior modification was taught and encouraged. And that's very different than self-awareness. Yeah. So, um, so then when we see people only operating out of behavior and not out of self-awareness, it becomes really frustrating to us because we're, we're constantly doing this, this work of evaluating is my thinking good? Is it uh, good for me? Is it good for you? Is it good for the planet? Right. 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 Um, but, um, yeah, I think it's that, I think the thing that frustrates you and I the most as we travel around has been um, people's inability to notice that what they're doing is actually affecting someone else. So if they want to just stop in the aisle and talk <laughs> on their phone and they With their cart turned sideways so no one can get around them. And they don't <laughs> give a hoot who's around them or how it's affecting anyone. I think that's the one thing. A hoot. Okay. Really? That's the best you can come up with? <laughs> come on, babe. No, I'm in rebellion. They don't give a what? Your, I'm in rebellion to your F-bombs. Um, <laughs> I I'm know using, you were thinking it, though. Yes, I was. I was choosing carefully. Um, <laughs> did I use up all the F-bombs at the beginning did, of this episode? You did, so I can't use any. So you, <laughs> we have a quota. <laughs> yeah, you did. Used them all. Can't. Can't sprinkle them throughout the episode. (laughs) 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 That's how ludicrous that idea is to me. I snorted at it. (laughs) Yeah. The second one was on purpose, by the way. (laughs) Anyway, I'm not even sure what we talked about today. Oh, yes, you are. I mean, like so, I, I think about it in terms of how do I title this podcast? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You all fucking annoy me. That's what, <laughs> that's what we should title it. Um, I do know that when my um, stress or energy, my stress level is high and my energy level is depleted, then that frustration with other humans becomes really high. Yeah. And I noticed it really high when the heat was, you know, raging mm-hmm. Also, when we had Asher living in this small space with us and we were kind of tasking ourselves differently, um, the three of us trying to make life work in a tiny space, yep. um, you know, all of those things do play a part in how we feel about other humans and how much grace we feel like, you know, we're able to sure. put out there. Sometimes I just need people. Um, I, I need people to not back up in the road you know i mean i just you know i do have an expectation that we're all going to move in the same direction or you know that sort of thing so yeah no i know um well it's okay so let's talk about that just for a second then um this can't all just be peace love harmony let's all just accept everybody for where they are i mean because there are some things that are actually damaging out there absolutely that are actually harmful that are Mm -hmm. actually that we should not accept you know Mm -hmm. so um so where's the line on those things? I mean, like, like at, at what point in time do I say, you know, maybe it's not my right to judge anyone, but at the same time, I have to say something about that. Oh, yeah. You know? and, um, and pick the most extreme things. You know, it's, you know, let's let's say Hitler and the Holocaust. I, I have to say. You've been I, hanging out with Mark. No, I'm not making a joke. I'm saying, it for, like, I'm using it as a real example here. Like, 
I should have an opinion on Hitler and the Holocaust. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I shouldn't just say uh, it's not. He's not for me to judge or right, or right, that right. time period. That, who knows what was going on in their minds and their hearts? I mean, it's like, okay, so I should have an opinion about that. Again, using a very extreme example, but you know, or is that it? That it should only be in the very extreme examples? Okay, so give me your thoughts there. What do you think? So, I have my own thoughts. Um, you talk first. I I would ask three questions: Is it good for me? Is it good for the other person or for someone else? Mm-hmm. And is it good for the world? <clears throat> That's an ecology check. You know, have I, is what I'm doing, what I believe, um, what I'm dreaming to have happen, you know, and anything that's extended from my being, is it good for me? Is it good for someone else? Is it good for the world? And obviously we're going to have things that um, not everybody likes what we do or appreciates what we do, but if it actually, if we can't answer the question yes, then we're actually saying then it does harm me or it harms someone sure. else, or it harms the world. So uh, for me, I put big things in that category as much as I do small things. I'll put, um, you know, gun rights in that. Mm-hmm. I'll put um, justice issues, you know, how, how we treat um, or interact or celebrate or um, uh, build society with uh, multiple peoples of color or non-color, or (laughs) whatever, and that, that all of these, all of these things can go into those three questions. Um, And that's, is it a little bit like do unto others as you would have them do unto you? Eh, A little bit, but at the same time, I think it's just that. I think it goes beyond that. I think it goes beyond it because I can, I can filter through what I think that should be. Yeah. And I can decide that well, oh, I wouldn't mind if that if that happened to me. So I'm I can justify mm-hmm. doing that to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think what you're, I think that what you're saying is exactly what I had in mind. Actually, um, I, I, I think of it just in, you know, what I would call the law of love, um, which used to be a very you know God centered kind of thing for me. Now it's not anymore. It's just about like you know genuinely caring for uh, myself, another. And all that is in existence, mm-hmm. you know, um, and can I truly say that this is out of that, you know, I am, I am thinking this thought out of love mm-hmm. or I am doing this thing out of love or I am engaging with you out of love or mm-hmm. I am, you know, that kind of thing. And if I, if I can't do that, then I probably better find a different way. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a, it could be thought of as a very simple kind of litmus test almost. But I think it's incredibly hard to actually live out um, because I don't feel like loving people that I am very irritated at. Well, and I think this was something that popped in my head while you were saying that. I I totally believe in love being this like plumb line in life, right? Um, that it is ultimately what we all want and what we all need. Um, but it is a it is a loaded word. Mm-hmm. And it comes with a lot of uh, yeah, pre-assumed yeah. experiences and ideas of what it means. Um, I tend to have less hang-ups or filtering of the word good than I do of the word love. So when I can say, is it good for me? Well, I immediately work the opposite. Is it bad for me? You know, I mean, you can, it's kind of a pol- 
polarized right. word, right? Right. Um, and then is it good for somebody else? So if I completely disagree with you on your political views, um, I could still make a decision about how to treat you or how to interact with you on is it good for you? Right. And still hold room to have a disagreement. Um, and I can do that on a global setting, too, that I don't agree with another country's um, uh, governmental structures or environmental concerns or whatever it might be. But what I do over here, is it good for them, too? Right. And it's a, just a little bit different. Um, I don't know. I'm, I find it that I can filter through it a little easier than I can filter through the word love. Ultimately, I do believe in the word love, um, as, like as you described it, yeah. but I don't get as hung up because it's because I use that. As I do, for, is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. I don't get as hung up on the word love as I do on the word good. Oh, right. Because for me, I love my daughters. Well, I say that, but then this asshole over here does this backing up thing in the middle of an intersection. I can't. It's really hard for me to use the word love there. Yeah. But is what I'm going to do next good for them? That's a little bit easier for me to process. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's just my own, yeah. you know, head game. Yeah. Uh, can we switch gears? Yeah, I saw your eyes kind of glaze over there for a second. They did. <laughs> <laughs> I got tired of talking about this. <laughs> and, and I'm not ready to talk about road stories yet. I had one other thing that I want to <laughs> okay. talk about um, and that's just kind of nothing material but okay uh it's a show we've been watching Dude, i want to talk about blackbird a little bit wow that show it's like it messes with you it totally does but there's also there's also like a teeny tiny little tie-in what we've been talking about too yeah, yeah i think absolutely um but uh this show it, i don't know if anybody else has, has seen it it um, is not for children it is good not, god no you need a little bit of a strong stomach for this one yeah it is vile in every way and well i wouldn't go there it's uh well it's a criminal mind um, yeah, but jumping it's, it. Yeah, I feel dirty after watching it sometimes. Yeah. Like because, and I think you're supposed to. That's the that's the, the point. point of it. Yeah. So, uh, it's on Apple TV, um, and uh, love to love to hear if anybody else has been yeah. <laughs> watching it too, because uh, we could do like some discussions about it. But it's all about this uh, this guy who was kind of a, a charismatic, you know kid and you know well liked and you know player yeah all that kind of stuff and you know again just charismatic and um didn't have any enemies or anything like that but got into selling drugs got very successful at it and uh and then it got caught and got sent to prison and then got this opportunity to um to basically not go to work like he's being paid but to to go to go to a different prison on behalf of like the FBI to try to coax out of this serial killer where he hid uh, one particular girl's body. I think they're just looking for just this one in particular girl. They're looking for, there's 12 total that they think. Yeah. But they're, but they were like, but they were really just, I think if I remember right, they were just really looking for the one that's like, they really wanted to know where he let, where he buried this one body. Um, And so, and if he does this, then they'll commute his, you know, drug sentence and, and he'll get out and, you know, right. that sort of thing. And so he agrees to do it. And it's just this dark hole he goes down in, in 
like making friends with this guy so that so that he'll you know open up to him about mm-hmm. you know and and so and it's the whole process of him opening up and basically he's like an undercover cop except he's not a cop no. he's in prison and <laughs> right and he has to manage prison on top of that so it's just this really complex layer upon layer yeah kind of and story I, it's just brilliantly done well and the guy who plays the the quote unquote murderer in yeah. in the um in the show is uh brilliant he should uh get some kind of an award oh because uh i am just blown away by his ability to to yeah. create this character like this to so. creep us the fuck out yeah i mean like like seriously creepy kind of stuff it's all it says on there it's all based on a true story i don't and i, I don't know the history of see, that yeah yeah how how closely they stick to it but man is it wild but they they kind of dig into the um a little bit of his history and childhood mm-hmm. to kind of show you some of like the abuse that he suffered and the, the crazy shit that his dad made him do like, you know, grave robbing and stuff like that. And that, that really like formed this ability for him to just become this cold blooded killer, you know? Yeah. A cold blooded um, killer that nobody believes is a killer. It's well, very, it's yeah. very complex. It's like, so complex. It's so complex. But yeah. Anyway. Um, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to give off any spoilers or anything like that. Um, but I just couldn't, like, we have been like, like there's it, it, episodes release on Fridays and the, and this coming we're Friday. We're all caught up now. <laughs> yeah. This coming Friday is the finale, uh, you know, and we're like, what's going to happen kind of thing. You know, yeah. it's so, it's so intense. And so anyway, it was just on my mind. Well, and I, and I do to... think um, Apple has done a brilliant job of storytelling in the shows that they have yeah. released in different, you know, storylines, but just uh the ability and i think that's what's fascinating it's not such a normal show none of these ones that we've been watching on apple are they're very um different but how they unfold story become storytellers stranger things sits in that category too about yeah storytelling but um it's it's very engaging yeah but with like the apple tv plus shows um there's only been like a few that we haven't like been really into yeah yeah and i don't think we've hated any of them there's just been a few that were kind of like like, "Eh." you know we kind of just don't get back to them or something like that you know so um anyway maybe apple tv plus will sponsor our podcast now that we've talked about them yes (laughs) oh and our podcast is on apple so we're all we're like halfway (gasps) there oh my goodness (laughs) we're halfway to a sponsorship with apple tv so (laughs) road story oh it's time it's time now. <laughs> it's time for the real story. Okay, I've got one. Yeah, I think you should definitely go first. Um, so we were driving to um up to Issaquah from, um, well, from the Portland area ish. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Issaquah is a suburb of Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. And in order to get there, you have to go for the most part. You have to go up towards Olympia, and um towards Tacoma you kind of veer off before you get to Tacoma but um but it's a main highway stretch and loaded with traffic so much traffic (laughs) and um and so it it's uh we're actually headed up that direction now but we decided to take the coast because we didn't want to hit that traffic again and uh so we're driving along and um, we were trying to make it to dinner reservation up at the Welland Table in Issaquah which is the restaurant for that um jason from the drunk ex pastors owns. owns yeah 
Christian and, works there too. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we were, um, we were headed that way and we gave ourselves plenty of time, but honestly the traffic was enough that we were getting a little close. Right. 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 And, uh, and then all of a sudden it's like all of it comes to a dead stop. And, and just the way the road was, you could see, you couldn't see who was holding up traffic. Like if it was an accident or something like that, but it was just like but sitting you, still. But yeah, yeah, but you could see further up the road that there were no cars on the highway. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Is great. there a wreck? Is there something? We're yeah. just going to be stuck here. Or what <laughs> asshole thinks that the freeway is for 20 miles an hour? Um, anyway, I wasn't being judgmental at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, then um, all of a sudden, you hear it. Yeah. And you hear these two cars just. Like revving engines yeah. and going, and then you super s- high RPM, and then you just see them take off into that dead zone that we were witnessing. I'm like, oh, now this is they interesting. were street racing on the, the freeway, freeway for fuck's sake. Yeah, and so then I get my phone out and I'm gonna try and video, and I've got a little bit of video, but it's not as interesting as the first one. But um, then they stop all the traffic again and they hold it back because well, they catch up to the traffic ahead of them. And so when they catch up, they, they just start, they slow it back. Seriously, like 15, 20 miles an hour yeah. until they get a big, huge gap. And then they take, take off, off racing again. again. Yeah. They must've done this like, like four times, four times. Yeah. yeah. That we could see. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty funny. It um, was funny. It was, it was funny. And like, like I was between like pissed off and thinking, that's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> At the same like time, like, I didn't know oh, which way to go with it. You're having fun. And you're kind of like, <laughs> I want to just have fun out here. Yeah. Yeah. But look what you're doing to all of these people yeah. who are backed up behind you, you know. Yeah. Oh, um, and the number of Teslas that we saw on that stretch well, right there. Kind of, yeah. It was unreal. <laughs> like, seriously, we were not driving without seeing a Tesla somewhere. No, they were. It everywhere. was pretty crazy. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's my road story. Okay, my road story is far less funny. Um, it's just, and really, it's not even much of a story so much as it is just, it was so irritating. Yeah, and it then goes along it, with our conversation, yeah, actually. And then, and then it brings up this whole other, you know, topic, topic that we could probably we have a whole conversation yeah. about. But um, so we were uh, coming through, um, I almost said Ben, but it wasn't Ben. Hood. No, Hood River. That's where it was. Um and uh, they kind of have, even though Hood River's way smaller, they have similar feels. Bend and Hood River do a little bit. Uh, okay. You don't think so? Okay, anyway. I don't know. I didn't spend the time I think they kind of got, like, lots of breweries and, you know, kind of, you know, whatever I did else. laundry in Bend, and that was it, so oh. I don't really know. <laughs> you <laughs> went you true. went to the stores while I did okay, laundry. Okay, Anyway, whatever. So, uh, you know, Hood River's kind of, you know, known for its breweries, and there's a couple of kind of... You know, at least PNW famous breweries there, and I personally think Hood is overrated, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> okay, Hood especially River, after sorry. this, right? Yeah. Um, so we uh, we stopped there for lunch, and we stopped at this at this brewery that we haven't been to before, um, and uh, and so we we you know go up to it, and you know, there, first of all, it's at the top of these stairs, and and so we go up there, and it's this big outdoor seating area. And it was fairly cool, so you know, yeah, wind it was, was a, blowing, it lots was of shade. Yeah, we'd felt. And so more. we're like, oh, this is kind of nice, you know. And then they did have an indoor seating spot, but you know, there was there was small, and the outdoor seating was massive, you know. So right. we're like, okay, we'll sit out here. And the first thing I see is there's a sign uh, against the building with a window there, and it says, "Order food here," 
And then the other one said, pick up food here, you know, and I was like, okay, it's one of those. So, um, so then I, I go up there and, and as I'm, you know, kind of standing in line waiting to order our food, I'm looking around and there's signs like multiple signs around this place saying, please bust your own tables. Like you can eat inside or in indoor dining available, but you will need to bust your tables. Yeah. And outside in the outdoor seating space, like signs, like yeah. All over the place. Please yeah. bust your own tables. And I was like, okay, they're really concerned with us busting our own tables. Got it. Okay. I understand. You know, we will bust our own table. So I go up and uh, order our food and, you know, and in with our food, you know, uh, we both uh, like, I get a beer, you get a mocktail, you know, cause you didn't feel like drinking. And so you got a, like a, a mm-hmm. mock mule is what it was. And they hand us this buzzer. And they say, when your buzzer goes off, go to the next table, pick up your, or the next window, pick up your food, and, you know, then you can take it back to your table, right? And then, okay, so, um, and then they, they flip around the iPod, or the iPad, after they ask for my payment, and it says, just a few questions there for you. And the only, not a few questions, just one question, would you like to tip 25%, 20%, or 18%? (laughs) <laughs> and then way down, like in the small little button, it said custom tip. <laughs> there was no, no tip. It was just 25, 20, 18 or custom tip, you know? And so what's going through my mind is, okay, let me get this straight. I walk up to this window and I have to order my own food. Mm-hmm. I'm given a buzzer and then I have to go pick up my own food, Right. Mm-hmm. Then when I'm done eating, I have to clear my own table and put away all my own things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, I just you just charged me $48 for a pork sandwich, a salad. That's what you had is a mm-hmm. salad, a beer, and a mocktail, okay? $48 for that. <laughs> and I'm like... And now you're asking me for a 25% tip? Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? And you're asking for the tip before <laughs> oh, I yeah. even tasted any of this food or had my beer. Or had my service. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not tipping based on anything. I'm like, like, nothing has happened yet. And you're asking me to tip you just because. Then not only that, but the the tip just kind of, I guess, goes into like the 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 general fund and I don't know who's getting the tip. I don't know if it's the person that took my order or gave me my order, which or the chef or... were the only two interactions I had. Right. And so who am I tipping here? Right. Or is, is it just kind of gets spread around equally and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I know that there has been this thing that, you know, Hey, you know, food service workers aren't, treated fairly they're not you know they're not they're Mm -hmm. they're usually underpaid by companies because they get tips and so you want to tip them well so that they can you know and i'm like my issue is not with any of the people that are behind the counter you know the people that are going to get that tip anyway my issue is not with any of them oh my god i was i was sitting there getting so like increasingly increasingly irritated at this brewery you know for first of all for charging me almost 50 bucks for a salad and a sandwich, a salad and a sandwich, a beer and a mocktail, you know, well, that's kind of on us. We, we ordered it. I, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I'm just saying that it's like, you know, you know, it, 
the the prices at these breweries have just been like going up, 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 right. up like crazy. And I'm like, and your beer, you don't even have like shipping costs in it. Like you you literally brew it right here. You know, it's like there's still you know, you're, but you're wholesale right here. <laughs> but you're still charging like premium yeah. prices for all this. Okay, fine. You're gonna charge premium prices for that. Then then treat this like a premium experience, and you know, have like show some customer service, yeah. you know, or something. You know, instead of having me order like from a window and then I well, pick I up at a window, you know. And then, and then you expect me to pay premium prices, but then you set up this whole tipping system because let's be honest, you're not paying your staff enough. So you're expecting me to pay, you know, to make up the difference in their wage, but then you're not even giving them the opportunity to, and I'm, I'm going to say this and I hope it's not taken the wrong way to earn that tip. Right. Because there is that's this thing the with, tipping was that, for. Like, that's yeah. what, and I might just be showing my age here, but it's like, it's like, it's, I think it's gotten so fucking ridiculous now to where like you can go through a, like a, a fast food drive through and there's a, a tipping tip. line. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, I literally drove through the line and you handed me a bag of my food. And I'm lucky if I get it right. Yeah. So everything from that point back should be, I think, wages provided by the the company that that is is performing this otherwise you are as a company you are saving yourself all of this money on wages that you can just put as profits into your pocket because you can charge premium prices for your food like this brewery mm -hmm. did um and then and i know it, it was it was 50 bucks it wasn't a hundred bucks i get that but still it was a pork sandwich and a salad <laughs> you know? yeah. um, and, and, you know, so you're charging premium prices for your food. You've got this, you know, this, this great location, all that kind of stuff. You pay your employees like shit because the customers are going to tip them anyway. That's just more, that's more to the bottom line for these corporations. I'm not pissed at, at the, at the employees working there. I think this whole fucking capitalist kind of bullshit out of these these companies like this is getting out of hand pay your employees what they deserve pay them a fucking living wage and don't ask for tips mm -hmm. and i guarantee you especially that especially if you're not going to put them in a service position yeah. if they're going to be in a service position and you're going to pay them a living wage and then treat it kind of like a commission almost on top of that where they can make an even greater wage by by giving excellent customer service and then I tip them on top of it. I'm all for that. You know, I, I'm all for that. Uh, but don't fucking handcuff them behind a counter, pay them shit, which again, I'm assuming they're not, they're not paid a living, living wage. And then, and then expect me to, you know, to give above and beyond your premium prices for yeah. nothing. Yeah. Well, it made me think about um, when we used to work for uh, the running stores we um we could spend well over an hour with a customer depending on what it was that they needed we were making what the employer paid us we were not making tips or any of that right. but we spent a, f a far uh, or a much greater amount of time and quality with a customer doing that than what we experienced at Fremont Brewing yeah and that was it wasn't Fremont yes it 
No. It was free something. I know. Free, I can't remember. I'm going to have to look it up right now. Keep um, going. But it, I just want to make sure we're not saying, because they're, yeah. Because um, I thought I had a Fremont salad. I think that's what it was called or something like that. Anyway. You may be right. Let me, let me but, look really quick. But my here. point being that um, that there are a lot of uh, uh, mom and pop stores, restaurants, that type of thing, that have a, a much deeper level of customer interaction and relationship building in the process and service and all of the things that a customer might be able to get from that kind of um, service interaction and no tips are involved in that. In yeah. fact, if, if we had, if we'd been asking customers at the running store for tips for what we did, that would have been like, are you kidding me? Nobody would shop with us. But yet, and we re- I, I don't know. We regularly had people offer tips, and we would well, be like, but, "No, no, no, but, no, no." But if the expectation was yeah. that you tip someone for getting you tennis shoes, yeah, then that would be weird, right? Yeah. And yeah. yet, yet it's still a service industry. Yeah. I know it's not hospitality, but yeah. So it's it's really hard for me to wrap my brain. I probably, if it had been me, I know you went ahead and tipped five bucks. Um, yeah, I tipped way under yeah, because I, I was done, like, I was, I was so, it was like angry tipping. No, I would have made a point tipping and I would have done five cents. I know, but it like, but it, because but, it's but not, it's not the company that pays for that. That's, that was my issue with it. It was like, you're putting me in this position where if I make a statement, the company doesn't even feel it. It's the employee who feels it. They will over time when the, when the. Uh, employees are saying, "Hey, I'm not making anything off of tips. Um, this this doesn't work for me anymore." Yeah. You know, it eventually will come that way. It's a ferment brewing. Ferment, yes. okay. Right alphabet letters. Yes, yeah. You were you were very <laughs> close. Ferment brewing. You know, they had a good beer. It was a good sandwich. <laughs> it was just. I mean, the, the experience salad, the salad was, was good, but um, the experience but, was so but that, frustrating. That tainted us forever going there again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I certainly am not. It's not on my list. And, and then the next night we went to dinner with um, uh, Mark and Christy, and it was a pizza place. Um, I forget what it was called. Yeah. Um, anyway, it, in Vancouver, and um, not as high end food um, right. quality or whatever. It's not like a brewery. It was kind of a chain place. Um, but the service from the waitress at that one was amazing. Yeah. And she you, was And we left awesome. going, yeah, of course we're going to tip her. You know, she worked hard. She had, you know, like six tables going at once and she was juggling it and she had a great attitude about the whole thing. Yeah. That, that felt a, like a completely different experience. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that yeah. was, you know. Your road story was a little bit my more road painful. My road story, yes. Painful. Maybe oh, we balance each other out. me here too. I'm trying to look up what their salaries are right now. And, uh. Right, so I just pulled up the first thing here. It was Glassdoor. And Glassdoor is like forcing me to add a review before I can even look at their websites. <laughs> so they tip before yes. you eat yeah. and they want to review before you see. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, I just submitted it so that now I can go back, hopefully, and see the information that I was trying to see in the first place. No, it didn't. Oh, my God. This thing is so irritating right now. Um, so I can't. Yeah, I'll have to look it up later, and then I can make a correction if they do pay their employees incredible, you know, because, I mean, that may be a real thing. I don't and know. And if it does, then you don't feel, you really don't have to feel guilty for not tipping. But yes. the fact that they don't 
uh, you know, offer you the option to not tip. Right. Most places offer you at least that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just did a thing for a review real quick. And then I go back to the site and it says, well, you need to submit another review. <laughs> <laughs> you need another tip. Please tip us more before proceeding. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, you know. Road stories. We could be done with that. <laughs> so, uh, where are we going to be next week when we record? Well, um, I know we're headed to Olympic National Park. Yeah. Um, we are wanting to see the largest spruce tree in the yeah. world. Um, we haven't done that yet. We've been on the outer edge of the park, like beach side of everything. Yeah. Uh, coastal side of both sides. Um, but we haven't really explored anywhere inside. So that's our hope is to get in there. And, um, uh, depending on how thick the forest is may depend on where we're actually at when we record, because, you know, I do need me some North facing internet access. <laughs> we, do. we can't be too thick in the, uh, in the, in the woods on that. Yeah. So, um, not necessarily when we record, but when I have my, uh calls and stuff so that's right anyway um yeah that's where we're headed is uh into the olympic at the National base Park. of mount olympus mm, sounds so great. the mount of the gods i think that's yeah i wonder if we'll have any special experiences there you think so i don't know i'm expecting some road stories all right <laughs> <laughs> they can be epic they, they could be, be epic they could be they don't have to be you know tipping stories right right um so uh there could be some, I mean, I don't, I don't really want to get into this right now, but we're exploring some, you know, some potential changes in the near future. Yeah. I might have an opportunity that I'm, I'm kind of excited about. We'll talk about that later if it actually happens. So there's this, there's this whole thing where it's like, that's our plan right now, mm -hmm. but it could wildly change by next yeah. episode. I mean, like well, it like we were, wildly change. I don't we know. We were kind of on hold there for a little bit, trying to stay close to Spokane in case... We found, we got the bid on the ambulance, which we didn't, right. and we got outbid. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we just have a lot of uh, different avenues things could go. So we say this is where we're headed, right. but will we actually be there when we record? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Adventure so, ahead. Yeah, the only thing I know is that we have to stay out of uh, really hot temps. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Oh, oh, I just remember. We don't have to worry too. about cold temps right now. Um, just really hot temps. The stickers oh, oh, yeah, are, yeah, yeah. On, are on their way for our patrons. Yeah. So, um, and I'll post a picture of them when they arrive. So but, be sure to check out yeah. our Patreon page. And I may have some bonuses, um, a little extra bonus that's coming um, with that shipment. Yeah. For, um, you know, like the first, uh, you know, 20 people who sign up. I have a little extra, oh. a little extra gift. Oh my! So, um, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, um, we still have that uh, up and running, and um, we will shout out on every episode if you become a patron member. We will. We will, and um, you know, I don't know. We'll do something. We'll silly. cheers. We'll cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah. There I'll you go. go streak the campsite. Yeah, and you know, if you want to leave us your you favorite, you didn't even respond to that. Your what? I'll go streak the campsite for every. Well, it, I didn't respond because that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> Should we have an episode talking about the pirate? The, 
Oh, I, 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 we could, yeah. It wouldn't bother me one yeah. bit. Yeah. I have streaked in many countries, actually, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a good place to end this episode. Yeah, How let's about do that? that. All right. Hey, we'll see you next week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>